Okay. Um, what do you want to talk about today? You got any Leslie stories? Uh, no, I haven't been able to to get into contact with Leslie. I keep. Okay. I think he may have given us some bad contact or old contact info. You're talking about the arts new social media manager and publicist, yeah. Leslie. Leslie, he's uh, he's in charge of our Twitter account at Tospoisage. And uh, yeah, he's not really not really pulling his weight um, with our show. Has some other priorities, it seems like. But we're gonna we're gonna give him a shot. He does really really well for the other shows he uh, works for. So hopefully he'll come through for ours. Like which ones? Yeah, he's the social media manager for This American Life, uh, which I've never heard of, but apparently it's got a big following. <laughs> um. And he's the social media manager, uh, as we discussed, for Dirty John. Yep. You know, yeah, he was, both, yeah. both seasons. Uh-huh. Um, and he's the... Uh, Wasn't the second uh, season of Dirty John didn't have John in it? Yeah, if you go through Leslie's uh, social media history, you'll see he clears this up. You know, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he does go into... Th- how Dirty John season two, the guy's name isn't John. He explains it very clearly and concisely. But uh, for us, the, he's he's pretty plain, you know. Yeah, that's he's the not, type of stuff we were th- hoping he was going to bring to our podcast, clear everything up, you know. And I and yeah. I have a bone to pick with him as well. Um, we're we're uh, welcome to Toss Passage. We're talking about our uh, social media manager. Um, yes. Our, he's running our Twitter account and stuff. His name's Leslie. And... Um, he promised, uh, he talks a big game. He promised us he was going to get us out there. He said he was going to make us the number one podcast in the world. Yeah. I'm beginning to suspect he might be uh, an undercover police officer, but I'm not, you know, I don't want to go accusing him, you know. I told him he has to tell us if he's a cop. That's the rule, and right? I don't think that's action, an actual law. So you but, you think uh, you think he's trying to get to the bottom of this whole Scott and Jeff disappearance? He, yeah, he's definitely not listening to the our podcast. He has no idea what it's about. Yeah, I. So here's here's the problem I have. Here's one of my problems. So I was trying to search for our podcast online, as I do every once in a while, just to see if there's mm-hmm. a lot, any more heat. You know what our clout is, right? And so you've you last time you searched on the internet. For Toss Passage, and what did you come up with? Oh, uh, Top Saws. Yeah, America's Top Saws, right? So that's not it. Yeah. And here's what I, so then I went in, and I just searched the Apple Podcasts. Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts, right? And uh, I, I t- typed in T-O-S-P, right? Yeah. You'd think that that would get us there. We were not listed. Instead, here's the uh, podcast that came up. Let's give this a little listen here. This is called Toss Pod with Tippin Ostad. Okay. Let's All right, see. let me share my screen with you here real quick. Is this from the Netherlands? I think it's I think it might be Welsh or Scottish. Welsh. Maybe. Oh, okay. So let's but let's take a listen here. So this is a just a little taste. Oh fuck of, these guys. Uh, Toss Pod. Here we go. The number one podcast in the world that starts with T-O-S-P. Ready? Tippin' O'Stad. Yes, I'm ready. Hello, I'm Ricky lots of the cool and So, just warning. Hello, 
Det är något en pimp av podcast typ nu stad. Nej, tos podcast. Uh, Dialchi uh, Hugliam som jag hittade via um, link i bandkampen är är um, I can see why they're so popular. I don't know about you, but I was unable to understand them. <laughs> what do you think it is? It's Scottish? Welsh? Uh, what is it? Are you more of a Tippin or a Stod kind of guy? I don't I'm know which one's which. Team Tippin. Yeah, yeah. I've got like Stod. He's got kind of a good look there. Let's listen in a little bit more and see if we can um, see what's happening here. Good. I'm a Novini. I'm a Valen Hilly. Gers, I'm a Pippin. What the f- what? <laughs> this is language is amazing. So is Leslie, well, is that what know. it is? I think like, it might be Gaelic. That's what they speak in uh, your favorite show. Um Outlander. Outlander, yeah. <laughs> your favorite show, Outlander, your favorite Netflix program, Outlander. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway that's the that's the number one that's the show we're competing with and uh losing badly toss yeah it's crazy toss pod <laughs> oh man uh, all right leslie also i i should bring up that a uh one of our key listeners you know mm-hmm. who listens to the show regularly neil yeah brought up to me that since the show is now called the one star podcast without Scott and Jeff. Yep. That the technically the abbreviation for without is W O. Okay. So it would be Tosp Wosage. Well, that you know, that would be much easier for people to find. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So uh so we're gonna try and, you know, Tosp Wosage for now, Tosp Wosage maybe in the future. Uh this it's gonna solve terms. everything, Doug. I know. Yeah. Uh and Let's see Tippin Ostad add a extra O to their bullshit. <laughs> All right. Good luck. Let's podcast, Doug. Yeah. Let's you ready? Take take it away. This is the one star podcast without Scott and Jeff. Toss Whoa Sash. <laughs> Oh, I like that new intro music. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. I just found it on um, uh, this other podcast that I've been listening to a lot. <laughs> oh, you're you like you've been listening to that one, you bastard! Yeah. All right, Doug, you are our special guest today. Yeah, uh, for the first segment, it's a, a game we play here on the show. It's called What You Got. Yeah. All right. This is exci- where you tell us what you got. This is the show where we review the worst one-star reviews in the world. I, so this is, you know, we're well over into the 500,000th um, season of the show. Uh-huh. Is that how that works? Yeah. Uh, that's right. Each episode is a season, correct? Mm-hmm. And correct. I, you know, every now and again... Um, over the years that we've been doing this, I have done a soap review. You know, 25, you, 25 odd years we've been doing this podcast. Uh, yeah, so every every now and then, you know, you'll catch an episode here or there 
where you you'll hear me do a soap review, but uh-huh. you know, four out of like five hundred thousand. Um, so my I realized always my favorites. I, I realized there's one soap that I left out. I've done Dial, <laughs> I've done Ivory, I've done Irish Spring. Yeah, I believe I did some Caress uh-huh. uh, or Dove. You know, uh, maybe that's from Dove, but I. This is the soap I used in college, and you know how I smelled in college. Oh, yeah. The rate. <laughs> um, that's how we met. He was attracted to my scent. Hey, what soap do uh, you use, bro? <laughs> <laughs> we all shared a, a community shower there at Washington State University, <laughs> all the students. Um, <laughs> One shower. Yeah. So this is uh, the soap. Lever 2000. Oh, that's a good one. They got a, the most, a good commercial campaign going on. That's got tough soap, right? The most futuristic sounding of all the soaps. <laughs> the Lever 2000. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people complain about the state of Lever 2000 in the year 2000 and, you know, 15 huh. on. So, something changed. And here I'll just read from Was- WP. Can I can I ask you about Lever Two Thousand? Was it something that was came out before the year two thousand, and they were wanted their soap to sound futury, and then two thousand passed, and it left them behind a little bit? I believe, yeah, I believe they didn't keep up with the times. They should have changed it to three thousand. Right. I wonder if the two thousand is in reference to like the number of harmful ingredients or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it's called 2000. And to, but, to uh, all you to all you big companies out there, anytime we um, read any bad reviews about your product or anything like that, or there's um, some bad pu- publicity out there on one of these review sites, feel free to pay us a bunch of money to edit it out of the episode. Yes, we will. Yeah, <laughs> listen to the episode first, then send us a bunch of cash and envelopes, and we'll take it out. No problem. No questions asked. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be a, tr- a very good amount of money. Yeah, we're looking to sell out. Yes, please. Just waiting for the opportunity. We're going after the big companies, you know, the Procter and Gambles, the uh, Chevrons. What's uh, <laughs> what's what are the other soap companies? I guess Nestle probably owns some of them. Those, their anyway, soaps are delicious. Here's WP Muse who gives it one star and says, not the original Lever 2000. (laughs) We have been using Lever 2000 for over 10 years. We loved the lather quality and great scent. What we received in this order was not what's in the picture. This lever was paper-wrapped like hotel soap versus the individual soap box packaging. The bar shape reminds me of cheap soap from Dollar General, and this soap does not lather. It doesn't smell the same, no scent whatsoever. Very disappointing since the ad claimed this was the original Lever 2000. I will donate it to my nearest homeless shelter. We will not <laughs> order Lever 2000 from here again. They don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I, I love these people who just, yeah. It, it comes up again, I believe, that uh, someone's going to pawn this soap off. Here, take uh, this crap that I hate. Yeah. Yeah, and who cares if it's in a box or wrapped in plastic? That's another thing. I don't. I don't understand. I I pref- I like the little uh, wrap better than the box. What do you like better? It doesn't matter to me. 
<laughs> well, he, maybe I, he was using. I, maybe I, may, I, that's probably why it didn't lather. He never took that wrapper off. Oh yeah, and with the box, the box will just eventually disintegrate. Mm-hmm. He was probably uh, they were probably using the box as well <laughs> as the soap, and eventually, like it, yeah, it gets wet and crumbles, but the plastic doesn't. So you don't right. when you when you get a soap a bar of soap in a box you don't take the box you don't take it out of the box you just use it with the box on top until the box disintegrates. I think that's what you're supposed to do. That's yeah. what I do. I mean, I I had to recently because I think I've been showering wrong for years. Okay. So I I had to go on YouTube and uh, <laughs> and see how to correctly use uh, soap. And sure enough, yeah, they keep it in the box uh, until the box disintegrates, and then okay. you're not supposed to shower with your jeans on. Hmm. hmm. And uh, how do you get your jeans clean? Yeah, I. That's another video, I guess. But I'll I'll look into that. But go ahead and just goot or you know search on YouTube for <laughs> jean showers. Okay. Uh, here's a one star review for KP. Uh, who says, beware, they changed it, and it's bad. <laughs> who would have guessed a stupid soap could cause this much frustration? My husband has used lever for years, oh, no. long before we met. He oh, okay, won't even okay. consider using a different brand. Plus, he only likes bar soap. We went on a vacation for a month, and he packed 12 bars. <laughs> <laughs> Staying in a fancy hotel or on a luxury cruise ship with premium upscale toiletries, he couldn't care less. He only wants a fresh, new big bar of Lever 2000 every three days. Three days. I've does, that mean he goes through, does that mean he goes through a bar every three days or he he showers every three days? <laughs> no, he. I, th- I think, yeah, he goes through a bar every three days, which is... Wow, that's which impressive. Is, uh, yeah, I, he's got to be worn like out by the end of these showers. Skin like a cheese grater. I've pleaded with him to change to body wash because, honestly, I just hate slimy bars of soap in the shower. But he obviously loves lever, so I dutifully purchase in bulk quantities for him. The man showers at least twice a day, likes big bars, and hates slivers of soap. So we go through a lot of it. Receive my order today, and he's so annoyed... No more individual boxes. Each bar is plastic wrapped, which is fine, I suppose. Less material to recycle. Unfortunately, the formula has changed and doesn't lather the same, (laughs) and the bars are smaller. Apparently, the product is now made in Mexico, whereas before it was made in USA. Not sure when the manufacturer decided it would be smart to change formulas, but I will likely be going from store to store trying to find older stock of this damn soap in addition to samples of other brands he can try. Lever, I hate you. I will be donating the rest. There's also Maybe. some stuff like at the start where she talks about like how sh- he was using that soap before they got married. Yeah, which means at some point they had a conversation <laughs> where, where uh, hey, I noticed you uh, are using Lever 2000. Uh, tell me a bit more about that. <laughs> And and the story of how you came to use that soap. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if she knew that about him before she married him. That he was a Lever 2000 man. Yeah, that's another thing I should add to my dating oh. profile. <laughs> All women want 
I mean, not trying to stereotype but all women, and but all women try to change a man once they marry him and try to get him to switch over to the body wash. Right, yeah. No yeah. chance in hell. That's why I'm still single. I think a good ad campaign would have been lever lather. Yeah. You got to get that lever lather. Yeah. Here's a, here's a Anthony New York City gives it one star with the headline, they destroyed my favorite soap. Lever 2000 has changed its formula, shape, and smell. Business School 101. Keep a strong brand strong. This is soap. People depend on their favorite soap to make them comfortable. Do they? <laughs> no. I'm, I'll use any soap that's laying around. For me, it was standard ivory till I found Lever. Then I stuck with this soap for over 10 years. Much like <laughs> toilet paper and shampoo, people tend to stick to the one they love for a very long time. Do they? Forever, unless they happen upon something better by accident or a sale. Some incompetent fool at Lever decided to get original with an established soap by completely changing it. Why change an established soap? Do you? <laughs> Why think... not just invent a new soap? You folks had the oh, technology. Like now you're forcing us. Yeah, now you're forcing <laughs> us all to just go out and find another brand to use every day. Complete idiocy and poor business practice. They must have put some hipster in charge who thinks he she is being original. This was a very destructive move. <laughs> there, do you think they changed his formula, Doug? Uh, yeah, they probably did. You know, like I've said on the the other soap sessions we've done that they've probably had to remove something that the EPA forced them to remove right, that makes right, soap right. lather. Yeah, yeah, right. Because that is a and, big complaint. And so all of these... Uh, lather poison. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> ivory and all these other soaps that probably have been using microplastics or something can no longer do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just speculation. That is, you know, send us a check if you want me to not say that. <laughs> So here's another one that just uh, just could not take that uh, things had changed. This is bookworm. Not my soap. <laughs> my first thought was I've been bamboozled into purchasing a counterfeit product like the Huggies diaper knockoffs giving babies rashes. The crooks hmm. have forged a fake lever soap. Hmm. Amazon has failed me by not screening their sellers. Yet, in reading the reviews, I've discovered it's Unilever who's effed up a good thing. This new original sucks ass. Smells like it, too. It's that bad. Lever's website says they didn't change the scent, but the difference is too noticeable to say it hasn't been tampered with. It is absolutely not the same bar of soap we've appreciated all these years. Tampered with. I don't Somebody, care. Some criminal, like some <laughs> fight club. Tyler Durden. <laughs> tampering with yeah. the soaps making some I don't care about the packaging change but the smell is horrid the size is smaller and it dissolves noticeably faster hmm. after 15 loyal years with this soap yeah. we're gonna have to break up after this betrayal what a bummer what is get happening? a fucking life what is, what yeah. is happening what is, yeah, what is happening in this person's life that this is the most important thing in their life yeah, I don't know. It's weird. The most there, important there must be thing nothing 
Like, go to church. <laughs> I don't understand what, what the fuck's going on with these people. Just sitting there, just stewing, just just angrily bathing. And, and like, if it's, if it's five-star reviews, I could chalk it up to, like, okay, maybe these people are getting paid to write these reviews. But with the one-stars, it would either have to be another company paying them to say this kind of thing, or they're really just generally... Uh, have nothing better to do. And that's what I think, you know, the case is here. This is like yelling into a black hole. <laughs> I mean, our podcast is a black hole. Yeah, and... this well, nobody, the only person that's ever going to read this is you. I know. <laughs> it is fun to me that I am like, I've probably, out of everyone who doesn't work at a soap company, I've probably read the most soap reviews out of anyone in the yeah. world. You could be, I mean, that makes that you brings an me joy. Yeah, it makes it you an expert. Some, yeah, soap absolutely. expert, Doug Perkins. Here, just a couple more, and then soap uh, me. Here's one from C. Bo, one star, and he says these are not four ounce bars. <laughs> the product description and packaging indicates a four ounce bar. The actual weight is three and a half ounces. This is either a knockoff or a deliberate scam. And he included, <laughs> he included a photo of the lever bar of soap on a small scale. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, things are going great for Sebo. A knockoff or a scam. <laughs> Here's uh, Johnny Dogs, who has a little bit different uh, complaint about the right. soap. Thank God. And uh, he says, Johnny Dog says, the shape of this soap stinks. The fat, short shape of this bar soap makes it hard to hold it in your hand. So it keeps slipping and falling out. I believe the shape was shortened. I haven't used lever in a while, but I don't remember it being this short and fat. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I don't like using bar soap when it falls onto the shower floor. I'd rather throw it away and open a new one. Lord know what germs are on the shower floor. <laughs> I've thrown away a lot of lever bar soap in the, this last 24-pack I bought. Also, this soap doesn't lather up the way I remember it used to. I'm going to stick with the original formula Irish Spring Bar Soap. It's cheap, smells nice, lathers up well, and is the right size for my hands. So every time this guy drops a bar of soap, he throws it away? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is also insane. So... He, like, uh, you I would think figure, someone. I, oh, I always ahead. think. That, oh, I just, I just think that, like, to me, soap is clean. So if it falls on something dirty, it's yeah, still, it immediately kills it. You would clean the dirty thing with the soap anyway. So it, it touching the soap, I don't know. For some, in my mind, the soap stays clean even when it touches something dirty. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, this guy, uh, he every time he showers, he gets a new shower. <laughs> yeah because the shower is now dirty from him showering in it if so people who are complaining about soap you would think maybe they're upset because they've wasted money but this guy's just tossing soap he doesn't care what's soap he's just, cost though what's he's, a bar of soap he's cost? just a dollar yeah like a dollar fifty maybe and how long does it last a month uh yeah a month to two Unless years. Unless you're that first guy who like goes through six bars a day. 
has to take twenty-five bars on vacation. I oh, that's my uh, that's my bar soap carry on. That's all. Oh, bar maybe soap this now. is. Yeah, maybe this is the husband. And also, like, <laughs> wouldn't they? Wouldn't TSA be suspicious? Like that you were actually packing C four or something? <laughs> like if you just had twenty-four bars of Lever two thousand. Like, what are you doing, bud? Where are you going? Yeah. Also, like, where are you they going don't with have all this? stores there? Honey, you got your lever? <laughs> don't forget your lever. Uh, it's the moment you've all been waiting for since the podcast began. The break. Take it away, Nell. from the break doug it's good to be back you know i really every time the break happens i get really anxious because i just missed the podcast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You do, know, you have any wonder, with, do you have any toss do you have any toss news for us today no i i told you this before but we have a huge new sponsor i told you about this right Big uh, money, big money sponsor. Oh, baby lingerie. Yeah, no, actually, it's a different one. And but the thing about this sponsor is, um, a lot of people just say the sponsor. You know, like you listen to the podcast, and it's like half of the podcast is just them talking about the sponsor and like pretending how much they love the sponsor. Yeah, like Blue that, Apron or yeah, isn't that uh, shit annoying? State Farm. Yeah, or or a, a mattress. Yeah, it's fucking annoying, right? Yeah, but we would well, never do that. Never. No, we like to weave, we like to weave it into the podcast. You know. Yeah, we're pros. We like to, yeah, we like to um, do like you never know how to find it. It's like it's just out there. It's just we may have already done it. Yeah, it could have happened already. You know, you could search all of cyberspace. The Sherwin Williams Color of the Month, October 2021, Cyberspace, number SW7076. A dark gray, blackish color, hot, moody air follows cyberspace. The industrial hue, get inspired, coordinating colors like Moonraker, gray screen, and software. Haven't you always wanted your room to have the industrial hue of cyberspace. Looking for a new so way just, to rethink your space? Lean into the clean, modern look of going monochromatic. Decorating room in varying shades of the same hue lets you create sophisticated style and connected color scheme that's minimal and masterful. Cyberspace from Sherwin-Williams. So just go to SherwinWilliams.com backslash for a 5% discount on your next order. And remember... 
That's right. Want to learn more about cyberspace? Explore our color of the month to find additional inspiration. And don't forget to tag your cyberspace paint projects on social media with hashtag SWColorLoveCyberspace for a chance to be featured in our gallery on our blog, the Sherwin-Williams blog. Follow us. It's called Tinted. If you're not and, reading oh. the Sherwin-Williams blog, you're missing out, Doug. But anyway... Um, so as I was saying, you know, you can't, I dare, I dare you to find out where the sponsor even is, you know, we'll take the money from the big money sponsor. We won't give in to them and start, you know, making the podcast about the sponsor. Right. You won't even notice it. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, Kip and I, we have broadcasting degrees from the Edward R. Murrow College of Communication. True. So. This is something we learned a long time ago, and we took it to heart, and you, yeah, you will never, you might have to listen to the podcast three or four times to figure it out where where the advertisement uh, sponsorship was. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck out there. You're going to need it. Good luck. I mean, and we like to keep these podcasts, like you won't even, you, I would say you wouldn't even know. Um, it's hard to even know what is the most recent of our podcast that's how evergreen we like to keep these things evergreen the color of the year for 2022 sherwin williams evergreen why you'll love evergreen fog get ready to grow and thrive in gentle green gray that glories in the great outdoors begin again with evergreen fog from sherwin williams yeah and so they'll yeah it'll just be tough for them to figure it out um, okay, well, let's get let's get back to the podcast. We got to get a clean slate here, a clean slate of this refreshing hue. Let's you reset, start fresh. A wash of organic color brings a calming comfort to your home. Evergreen fog, indoors or out, this soothing shade is designed for any space. Evergreen fog, from Sherwin Williams. Okay, we've got a big guest for uh, today. His name is Sherwin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great yeah how do we uh how, how do we get him paint baron sherwin williams we got him <laughs> moving on to uh uh you want to play a game doug sure okay this game is called what else you got okay and this is where you tell us what else you got All right, here is a one-star review that Mina D. Shaw from Perth, Australia gives to... This was just on TripAdvisor under Mount Everest. Oh, awesome. But this specifically, she used that space to write, or he, I'm not sure, to write about Everest Base Camp Trek. And... We were talking earlier about people not really researching, you know, before they go go somewhere. Sounds like that's what this person did. Oh, yeah. they, they say, hi, all. Firstly, I would strongly suggest you prepare yourselves at least 12 months before you're trekking. <laughs> she just uh, like, I want to go hiking this weekend. Yeah. The trek we did was a 14-day trek from Lukla. Please check the itinerary and the distances you will be covering in a day. My personal experience was not a very pleasant one. We trekked from Labouche to Gorshkep, which took us a good five, five and a half hours. 
Then we had a one-hour lunch break and trekked to Everest Base Camp, which took us three hours. On the way back, it started snowing quite heavy, and thus I developed hypothermia and fatigue. Wow. I had to be airlifted ASAP, but no helicopters <laughs> fly in the evenings. My advice to all is please check the distances you will be covering in a day. Fatigue and mountain sickness are very common. Also be aware, the tea house facilities are very basic, and the hygiene standards are pretty mediocre. What yeah. is this a review for? The tea house? <laughs> no. What is the review for? Well, the mountain? It sounds like it's for the yeah, it doesn't completely track, but uh <laughs> know what you're getting into if you're going anywhere near Mount Everest. Oh shit, yeah, think and uh, and uh and I had to step over a bunch of frozen dead bodies on yeah. my way back from the tea house. <laughs> and also, yeah, what what are you expecting in the amenities at like Everest Base Camp? Yeah, I'm writing this with my three remaining fingers. I guess a tea house does like sound like it's gonna be nice or quaint or something, but yeah, uh, not smart, not smart. Mine hey Doug, you want to go hiking this weekend? Yeah, sure, man. What are you gonna do, Runyon? I was thinking Mount Everest. Yeah, I was thinking we'd just go on a 14 uh, day trek <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> you know what I've always wanted to which hike I've always wanted to do. <laughs> what's that the, the one of the type top of mount everest yeah no i was uh yeah i was looking on the internet and um this uh k2 looks interesting <laughs> this, uh, himalayas yeah thought have you uh, ever been to the himalayas park <laughs> is that nearby <laughs> we should uh just hop on a plane and go go over there and uh you know we'll take some protein bars should yeah, be you should fine. Plan a, she's, her advice is to plan a little bit before you go. I guess that's good advice, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. She's giving the advice, you know, she didn't give. But this is really, this truly is her giving herself one star. Yeah. Right? <laughs> because that, yeah, you should plan for 12 months or more. Mount Everest uh, and Burning Man. You got to plan at least 12 <laughs> yeah. months out. Yeah. Dude, do you have any Burning Man reviews? <laughs> no, but oh, that would be great. Yeah, we should we should find some one star Burning Man reviews. Yeah, that would be great. That's a good idea. Yeah. Next time on Tospusage, Kip, I have a quick question. What else you got? Let's see what else I got. Yeah. I had a review for these. Uh, I had to use one of these plumbing snake things the other day. Oh yeah, I've used those in the shower to get all the hair out. Yeah, pretty gross shit. And, you know, anytime after you have a girlfriend for a, a couple of months, as I do uh, every now and then, they always, the shower's always got a bunch of hair in it. Yeah, and you got to, like, jam that thing that with all the hooks down in there. Yep. Pull out all that shit. Yeah. yeah there's sort of some ladies at our house over here who uh, clog up the... Uh, yeah. Like the tub and the sink and all that shit. They should learn how to deal with this. You're and You're they, over there... Bald as hell. Yeah. Not causing any problems no shit, with any dude. sort of drains. No shit. Yeah. I do have extremely long pubes, though. But I braid them so they don't fall out. Right. Yeah. You've always taken good care of your pubes. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can find this one. This is from the uh, Sisters Oregon Quilt Show. <laughs> 
You ever been to a quilt not, show, Doug? Not a sponsor. Um, have I ever been to a quilt show? Yeah. Uh, who do you think you're talking to here? <laughs> All right. Have you? Uh, yeah, as Mr. Teen Quilt, <laughs> 1994. <laughs> so yeah, I've been to a quilt show, Kip. Uh, quilt show. Come on down to the fairgrounds for the quilt show. Anyway, this do you know where Sisters Oregon is? It's just outside of Bend. Yeah, it's that old Westy town. Yeah, it's an old Westy town, and they but like one of the things that they're famous for is this quilt show. Oh hell yeah! Where people come from all around to see mm. all these quilts. Uh huh. The worldwide. Yeah, and they uh, descend upon Sisters Oregon. They do. Yeah, it's true. They do. And uh, with so, their but discerning quilt glasses that they yeah, wear. Yeah, I, I went. Okay. Yeah, sure. We, I mean, we all wish we could. Yeah, well, I did it. Yeah, it's uh, quilt stock. <laughs> anyway. I, I just cannot find it. What? Where is it? Where the fuck is my? Where the fuck are my quilt reviews, dude? Dude, you I'm gotta. Sorry, just give me a. You gotta organize your fucking reviews better. I know. I've been I do. Telling you're you right. this for years. Okay, here we go. So this is the. Um, Back to the plumbing snake, Doug. Okay. No quilt show. No, Next that will week. save that one too. That's another tease. This is for um let's see if I can find the name of the product here. Yeah, the uh there's a plumbing snake that's available on Amazon. All and right. this is interesting. There's um Eleven thousand four hundred sixty global ratings and two thousand eight hundred forty-two reviews. Mm-hmm. That's almost a lot. three thousand people have reviewed this plumbing snake. And this, Doug, is not a one-star review for the plumbing snake. It's a five-star review for the plumbing snake. All right, hit Are it. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. This is from Robert, who says, "I would give this ten stars." Oh. Instead of five, he wants to give it ten. Yeah. No exaggeration. This has been the most quickly satisfying product I have ever bought on Amazon. And I have bought a lot of stuff since joining in 2007. Whoa. Yeah. So Being ago. a homeowner, I bought a heavy-duty drain snake to go with my shiny new home. It was a must for visitors who were, or who had kids who were, inquisitive about what a toilet could handle. Oh, yeah, right? sure. Toys, whole rolls of toilet paper, pads, one time a toddler's sock and shoe. One time a toddler. <laughs> but snaking out slow-moving drains is a pain. You need to remove the stopper, and all the snake does is punch a hole in whatever it is that's slowing down the drain. Am I right, Doug? Sure. Hasn't this happened to you? No. I always suspected hair, because yeah. a little would come out with the snake. My wife, on the other hand, was convinced it was my daily shaving. This being because when it finally completely clogged, the sink was now completely lined with my latest shave. Mm-hmm. Following this? Not really, but yes. Go in ahead. The th- in the three-day period, in a three-day period, our slow-moving drains became stopped drains. My sink that she uses often when her side is too cluttered, her sink. And the kids, both girls, sink in our bathtubs. This is like my life. Mm-hmm. So I bought this. 
As soon as the delivery arrived, we as a family ditched Netflix and rushed to the bathroom. In two minutes, I had a small amount of hair, but I could still feel the end hitting something soft. With a little more tenacity and some warm water trickling down the drain, a massive plug pulled. Process repeated for the other sinks. Immensely satisfying, I told you so moment without actually needing to say it. For the bald dad to hold up a wad upon wad of hair and stand exonerated. She even told me, you did good. This sounds like a whole movie in this guy's head. The best day of this guy's life. Where he's the main character. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell it, you about the best day of my life, and it does involve the plumbing snake. It it does sound like this person is you, though. This is a pretty good snapshot of my current life situation. Yeah. Um, you did good. And she even told me, you did good, Kip. You did good. <laughs> It is satisfying to clear a drain without having to call someone to yeah, do it. Yeah, I guess that's true. Actually, it's satisfying to do anything that you think you might have to call someone to do, you know? <laughs> right. And then you, you try and do it yourself and you figure it out. Yeah. That's pretty satisfying. It does. It feels pretty good. You're right. There's like men, real men out there, not like me. Yeah. It who, makes you want to. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, fucking such a good show, that home improvement. <laughs> here's, one, here's a review from Nina S., who gives The Plumbing Snake five stars and calls it a must-buy. I was skeptical about this product, thinking it was flimsy and poorly made. Mm -hmm. Well, the product was so amazing, I felt like a slap on the face. I am such a fan. Mm, cool. Feels like a slap in the face, and she <laughs> included uh, two pictures. Of her of getting the slapped. Same picture of the crap that she got out of the drain. Oh, why? Yeah, why do that? Yeah, the, and we, we believe you. Sixteen people found this helpful. Yeah, this review. It's one thing helpful. to to write a review. Uh, you know, I guess there's some reason to do that. But to rate a review as helpful, like to go through and like, that is just so strange. A hundred and fifteen people found that helpful. I guess people, you know, they're just looking for connection. Here's a, here's a one from Amazon customer. Prefers not to be named, but this is another novella of a review for this plumbing snake. Mm -hmm. There's like a one, five, seven paragraph essay coming up. You ready? You ready to hear some uh, somebody's sure. life being changed and turned upside down by this plumbing snake? Let's do it. All I can say is Wow. So my wife and I have double sinks in our bathroom. She has her own sink, and I have mine. Oh, this in is like the last guy. It is. It's very similar. Mm -hmm. It's another one of a Dudes Like Me reviews. She has her own sink, and I have mine. In 15 years of owning our home, I have never had to use any type of liquid drain cleaner, snake, or anything on my side. I turn on the water. I wash my hands or brush my teeth. It drains. It never clogs. However... Every three to six months, her drain just can't resist the urge to clog up. Every time I think to myself, well, another trip to the store to buy some liquid drain cleaner. So every three to six months, I pour the stuff in the drain. It works fine. Then three to six months later, wash, rinse, repeat. Well, not this time. I bought this drain weasel, thinking to myself. This one's called the drain weasel. 
Uh-huh. It's a great name. That is a good name because yeah. you can picture a little weasel crawling yeah, through can. the drain. You yeah, know? I know. I like it eating up all that long hair. <laughs> so, I, so this time I bought the drain weasel thinking to myself, in quotes, when this thing arrives, this will be the end of all unholy draining in this bathroom. Yeah. I was so excited to see the mailman throw the box down on the front porch like a dog wagging its tail at the door when your key hits the lock. Jeez. I opened the box, ripped open. It was like Christmas for this guy. Opened the box, ripped open the plastic pass- packaging, and put it together. Then I stomped upstairs like a madman, fully prepared to defeat his longtime nemesis. This guy's having fun with We're this building review. here. Are you still? Are you still on board? <sighs> Maybe I should sort just end of. it there. Maybe I should just end it there. You know what? Uh, maybe I should just tea. I'll read the rest of it on a, on the next episode of Toss Blasage. No, <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> okay, here we go. I started by just staring at the sink with my drain weasel in hand. That's starting to sound kind of weirdly pornographic. Just stand there with my drain weasel. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Drain the main weasel. Now he's getting really kind of descriptive. He's kind of. He's beca- he, this is the the novel is really gaining steam here. I started by just staring at the sink with my drain weasel in hand. I'm pretty sure a tumbleweed slowly rolled between us as we stared each other down. I told the sink, I only came here to drink some beer and kick some A. Looks like I'm all out of beer, sink. Really? He wrote that? Yeah. In this oh, yeah, review? This all in here. Yeah, it's all Jesus, in here. Jesus, this guy sink did sucks. not... The sink, the sink did not look impressed, so I shoved the drain weasel... So I shoved my drain weasel right down its throat, God, twisted it several times, felt something a tad odd. You're picturing him sh- jamming his dick in the hole, right? No. I'm... So I shoved my drain weasel right down its throat, twisted it several times, felt something a tad odd, then pulled upward. From there, what came up is something that I can only describe as a hair turd. Yes, you read that correctly. Mm-hmm. Review fans. A hair turd that had a vile, terrifying scent of pure evil attached to it. Now, don't get me wrong. I've dropped some prize winners in my day. Jesus. I'm pretty sure I've made wallpaper peel off the wall in some places due to some of the bombs that I've dropped over the years, but I've never had one make me dry heave. This hair turd made me dry heave several times. This thing was a huge... Hair, lots of hair, and covered in some kind of sluggish muck with a gray color to it. He goes on, Doug. This should be in one of those, uh, you know, year-end anthology, like, the best American review writing, 2021. (laughs) Her sink drains wonderfully now. There is now peace in our home. I will keep this flexi snake close by as strong as I strongly believe that if you desire peace, you must prepare for war. I'm prepared. Are you? Guess how many people found this one helpful? 600. One person. Guy went to all one that person. trouble oh, yeah. one person, and then the other guy or other person, like, yeah. Yeah, they wrote, I felt like a slap on the face. I'm such a fan. And they got 116 people found it helpful. And this guy wrote this novel and got one person. The the Hemingway of home repair. (laughs) This, I mean, this guy's got a lot wrapped up in this review and how well it does. And one, go ahead and throw a like on there for me, Kip. Uh, Yeah, okay. Let me show them, let them know that. A second. 
that I found this helpful. Okay, I'll go throw. I'll give him a second like because it it finally cemented my decision to jump off this building. <laughs> Are you podcasting from the top of a building today? <laughs> I'm always podcasting from the top of a building. Just ready to go. Just ready to go if I hear a review that makes me super mad. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, what else you got? Okay, I just want to say about the plumbing snake, though, that oh, yeah, we, sure. should, we should uh, point out that we do finally have some reviews where the husbands are mentioning their wives oh that's good that's you right. know you know yeah because we're always getting the reviews the other way around but here's what else i got okay Here, here's another one star review from ishmael m about mount everest and the headline is was going to die hmm. and uh he wrote i did the everest base camp trek last month on the way back from the camp, I lost consciousness suddenly <laughs> oh, no. and got severe seizures. Oh, no. Likely I was likely I was quick luckily I think he meant, means to say <laughs> luckily I was quickly evacuated by a helicopter from Namchi to Kathmandu. I was diagnosed with high altitude cerebral edema. Wow. The fatal form of altitude sickness. Unfortunately, the seizures broke 5 of my vertebrae. And dislocated my right arm. I was hospitalized. <laughs> I was hospitalized in ICU in Nepal for ten days. Had to fly by stretcher back home, in which I did an operation, and I am now three months off work, undergoing rehab. Be careful from altitude sickness. This is not just headache and fatigue. This can progress to something really fatal. Most of trekking companies won't tell you how risky this trip can be. They will never reveal much information about altitude sickness in order to not to scare you. My advice, read about altitude sickness, consult your doctor, and do your own research. And if, you are, if you're already there and don't feel well, stop ascending, rest where you are, or even discuss your symptoms with your guide for possibility of descending or even evacuation before it is too late. My mistake was the Trek company told us the guide will evacuate you if necessary, but he only did it when it was too late. Two days before this happened, my guide noticed that I have AMS, which I believe is acute mountain sickness, okay. but he didn't take any action to evacuate me. If I was evacuated immediately, it would have never progressed to this. Read a lot about the risks risks of AMS and how you can reduce it and if you got it what you should do also you have to know that the trip is very challenging very poor hygiene facilities in terms of toilets accommodation you will sleep under negative zero conditions because guest houses don't have proper heating anyway good luck <laughs> if you decide to go for it hope this review you saves decide, lives if you decide to climb Mount Everest on a whim good luck <laughs> God, what a badass mountain. Uh, Just kicking everybody's ass all up and down. Like, do you read about, have you read anything about Mount Everest? The only thing I know about Mount Everest, Doug. Is it's littered is that, with dead bodies. Yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah. That's all I know is that everybody that goes up there, unless you're a Sherpa. You know, they always talk about all these, like, Sir Edmund Hillary and stuff, you know, and all these uh, professional hiker guys. Yeah. That have climbed to the top of this thing. Like, I don't know how many people have done it, but then, like, you know, 
nobody ever mentions the just thousands and thousands of Sherpas who carried their shit up right next to them. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. And the Sherpas do it, you know, with no problem. Are there any and Sherpas no on that list of people that have, that have scaled Everest? <laughs> right. No. So weird. Yeah, such a Western view. And then uh, uh, sort of like at the very end there, almost like a kind of a complaint about the facilities in the middle of the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by the way, the dying, you know, the five vertebrae was bad, but not as bad as his bathroom. These people just like went logged on to the Mount Everest TripAdvisor and wrote these reviews as if the mountain is a sentient being that can uh, respond. We should respond as the mountain. Yeah, or just like it'd almost be like, get off of me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's good. Yeah, that's maybe if you weren't a, such a whiny little bitch, you would have yeah. made it up, up further without getting AMS. Yeah, come at me, bitch. I'll knock your fucking ass off of here so quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing against all those frozen bodies up there, though. All the, Yeah, all those people who um, that you felt like use... their life wouldn't be complete unless they... You use them. That, I think you have to Mount use Everest. them as stairs to get up some more, more challenging parts of the mountain. Yeah, do you want to go up there? Yeah, there's the uh, A route and the B route, and the B route is uh, the bodies. The um, human you, stairs. Yeah, the human stairs. <laughs> <laughs> do they? Do people, like, uh, rob the bodies of, like, their yeah. shoes and if stuff? If they can, yeah, they do. But they're um, all just right there, like because they can't get them out. There's no way to get them out of there. Because I I need some new shoes. I was, maybe I could go up there and just you swing get over some there. Shoes. You swing over to Everest this weekend, Mount Everest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and get some shoes off some of the bodies on there. So that's what else I got. Anything else? No, uh, Doug. You know I don't have anything else. I was uh, you mean you mean podcast related or in. Uh, any anything else uh, is uh, uh, in relation to anything uh either nope <laughs> okay so that was anything else was our segment called anything else well you have to ask me if uh, Doug, you got anything else no and that was our segment anything else sorry i forgot to ask you about uh if you had anything else Doug. it really offends me when even though i never have anything else I, I just, you know, I want to be seen. Thank yeah. you. I hear you. So right. that's uh, that's going to just about do it for us. Uh, this is so exciting, man. I can't wait till next week. Let's just end this thing right now so we can get to next week faster. Sounds good. All right. Uh, this is Kip signing off and saying... Leave us a one-star review for the show wherever podcasts are reviewed. If you like it, if you hate it, please rate it one star. And remember to email us, tosswithsage at gmail.com. Tell us about your podcast. It's the podcast you love to hate and hate to love. It's Toss with Sage. And go ahead and uh, subscribe the podcast yeah and uh, smash that like button and uh and follow us on twitter and instagram where we've got a new social uh media guru leslie yep les leslie is cranking out the hits over there at the toss wasage twitter keeping everyone up to date on our movements he's uh doing a real mediocre job but that's the one star way i suppose (laughs) yep 
All right. Good evening, Doug. And good f- farewell. Good riddance. A do 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 do.